This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We at Fatanize pay our respect to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land. Is this thing on? Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fatanize podcast. I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and we are back today talking about topics, issues, Relating to the world of fat phobia and what it's like being a fat bitch. We have the fabulous TikTok content creator, Bethany Netzavar. Thank you so much, lovely, for coming on to rant with us all things fat issues, fat phobia, all that fun stuff. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. And you are recording here all the way from America. Is that correct? Yes. Major time difference, but we worked it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, it wor- out. <laughs> we worked it out, and I think what's going to be really exciting for the audience listening is that how different and how similar the fat experience is in America compared to Australia. And one of the key topics we're going to talk about is the fashion experience. This is as as soon as I saw this video of you talking about this particular American brand. I was just like, this sounds like something I need to rant about. So you had a little issue with Torrid. (laughs) That's where this all began. Just a little one, yes. And (laughs) before we get to the story of you and Torrid, for listeners out there that are not in America, that have no idea what Torrid is, it's kind of like the American version of City Chick. So how about you give me a rundown of what Torrid is? And then for the American listeners, I can give a rundown of what City Chick is. Because I'm very curious on how similar and different they really are in yeah. being problematic. <laughs> <laughs> so Torrid is um, one of the most popular plus size brands, uh, clothing companies here in the States. Uh, I believe they're also in Canada as well. Um, and they have clothing for sizes us 10 all the way up to 30. Um, I'm not sure what the equivalent is if we have the same sizing or if it's different, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it initially, when it, when it initially started, it was actually an offshoot of a store called hot topic, which, um, back like in the nineties was very, um, kind of like the goth emo punk type of like edgy clothing, like the, the type of clothing that like my mother would like rush me by in the mall because we're like, no, 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 we're not going to go there. <laughs> but then over time, it um, kind of evolved into its own thing. And now it is one of the biggest plus size brands in the US. Um, and it's one of the few places that uh, especially like extended sizes. So size like 26 and beyond are able to shop. Okay. Yeah. So City Chick, it's kind of similar. Although side note, 
you asked this before we started recording is it is it city chick or city chic that yes. is a whole <laughs> that's like a whole argument my god that's a whole I've issue opened the can of worms. <laughs> you've opened the can of worms honey so i i used to work at city chick i used to work there that's that was an experience and i was told call it city chic because it sounds fancier it's proper all that kind of stuff but of course whenever i said that to customers they would just roll their eyes and be like what city chick Uh what so i always had to like it felt like every time these customers came into a store that they've been to their whole entire lives pretty much i'd have to like educate them be like no it's actually city chic and i just felt like such a douche so i've kind of just rebelled <laughs> against it and i'm just like i'm just gonna call it city chic because city city shit my god city shit I've been, I've been saying city shit lately <laughs> and now i can't stop saying it but yes so whatever way you want to call it you can call it but i'm okay. calling it city shit or uh city chick <laughs> okay good to know <laughs> yeah so yeah so city chick it's basically it's kind of about the same i would say like with torrid like it's been it's been around for quite a while like a good a good mm-hmm. a good number of decades i think i think it's been around since the 90s actually and they're very much they're not in every shopping center but definitely like right in the main cities, big towns, they would be there. But however, this past couple of years, there's been some closing down and it's very weird. They've been closing down in some popular areas like my local one and I'm like in a city that's closed down, but then they open up in smaller areas. So it's very, very, very odd out of the opening, closing and everywhere. But they, before we get to your story with Torrid, I really want to look at the similarities and differences between Torrid and City Shit. C- city Chick. I'm just going to say City Shit. Ah. Your brain really just wants you to say City Shit. It really does. It really, really does. Oh, oh. okay. So I'm going to say some things that uh, City Chick has done or is very known for, and I'm curious to see if Torrid is the same. So. Okay. One of the main things that City Chick gets a lot of shit for is they are not fashionable. Even though they are one of the most well-known fashion labels in Australia for plus-size people, they are not fashionable at all. Yeah. Torrid, I, is that I, the same? <laughs> that would be the same. I mean, you know, there's always a few exceptions, but overall it's 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 fat girl clothes is uh-huh. what I like to call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, it is the cutout shoulders and just all black. The cold shoulders. The cold shoulders, yep. And the all florals. Oh, you know. The, the, my God. You know, the sin chain. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's either animal print or florals yep. or like black, olive green, or like gray but like a dark gray we can't have like a light gray oh ever. my god <laughs> yes it always has to be dark colors because they just assume we all just want to cover up <laughs> He's slimming because dark colors are slimming oh yes you gotta wear something that's flattering for your body for oh flattering gosh. for your shape and it's just like exactly. we all have a body here all right i wasn't aware there right. was like these cutouts that i was meant to fit into or anything like that <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Something else that City Chick is very well known for doing as well. I'm curious if Tura does this. So say they have um, a garment, a style, like say they have, I would say the worst example, a cold shoulder, gray floral top. <laughs> Just what's in so many of the source. They would have that 
and they would sell it for Australian dollars. They'd probably sell it for like 90 bucks, just like mm-hmm. over expensive. And what they would do, you know, after it's been at store for a little bit, they'll put it on sale. And then after it's on sale, then it gets taken off either months later or years later, they'll put that same item of clothing back in store and pretend oh it's this whole brand new, brand new thing. thing. Like, oh my God, guys, guess what we have? We have this top. You've never seen it before. There have been instances, I've had followers reach, message me and show me. There have been instances that this has happened for like a 10 year period. They would oh have an gosh. item of clothing <laughs> and claim it's new, sell it for full price, yet people have bought it for sale and bought it new for over 10 years, <laughs> for years oh my and years. Gosh. Is Torrid the same or are we just special? <laughs> are we just special? I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's like the exact same thing that they just like hold on to and re-release. I, I can't speak on that. But mm. style-wise, yeah, I'd spend the same thing mm-hmm. for the at least the last 10 years. Um, you know, I mean, they, it's almost winter here. Um, and, you know, so they're starting to put out like their sweaters and their coats and it's, the same cold shoulder which it's cold out why do I need my shoulders exposed <laughs> that's a whole other conversation oh my God. it's the same cold shoulder top and usually there's like some cut out in the front up you know around the neckline and it's boxy and doesn't mm-hmm. fit well and there's there's no new ideas it seems they just kind of recycle the same things and maybe we'll do it in a different color or put a different print or instead of like square shaped cutouts they'll do triangle shaped cutouts but I'm like it's the same damn sweater (laughs) (laughs) and you're charging $90 for this (laughs) like this is ridiculous yes they're so expensive that's the crazy thing about it like they yeah yeah, but like both Torrid and City Chick are so massive brands like they're not small businesses they're big massive brands and their items their garments are so expensive but for City Chick got to admit the quality has gone to shit over the years particularly like the past five to ten years the quality is so bad mm-hmm. and like with city chick we also sell plus size bras and normally the plus size bras are a lot of people's go-to like they won't go in for say the clothes but the bras they always go to because the size is good and they're yeah. actually not just boring plain hideous bras but right. lately i've been hearing from a lot of people that the bras are falling apart and these are like expensive really really expensive bras that are meant to last like you know at least they say at least a minimum a year but they're like falling apart after a couple months is that the same with Torrid? have you noticed in recent years that the quality has just got down but the price is still the same which expensive oh yeah uh, absolutely um i mean i i have Torrid jeans from five six years ago that i'm still wearing and i recently purchased a pair of jeans maybe six months ago and they're already worn in like my inner thigh area but like the jeans that I had five years ago I'm still wearing pretty much every day um and yeah same with the bras I mean it's it's one of the few places where they do have those extended sizes both in bandwidth and cup size Mm -hmm. um and they also have you know kind of more weird sizing like I'm a weird size bra which might be tmi <laughs> but I have a very nothing, <laughs> nothing tmi on here honey nothing okay, at good. all <laughs> I, have, I have a i have a pretty big band size but my cup size is actually pretty small and most places mm-hmm. assume if you're very large around that you would also be 
well endowed and Mm -hmm. you know I'm not I I don't have a cups or anything but like it's they're not as large as most places would expect them to be Mm -hmm. um and so Tori is one of the few places that really carry my bra size um but yeah I mean I I ended up having to um start getting a, a completely different style of bra because the ones that I was getting that had the underwire in it kept either the underwire itself would snap or it would just start poking through and then you get the dreaded like wire oh. in your armpit all day and it's you know if you're out and about there's not much you can do about it mm-hmm. um and when you're paying 60 dollars for a bra I would expect it to last at least a year if not longer yeah. uh-huh so... and, they, and they always blame you because like because I've like gone into store to bring in bras or like when I worked there people brought in bras and yeah you took and you're meant to feel like it's your fault like oh you obviously wore it too much oh did you put it in the dryer did you put in the washing machine you didn't hand wash who has time to hand wash bras oh my god I put it on delicates and I hang it up okay let's let's be real here yes like they sell yeah. us they sell us the bra bags but then they get cranky at us if we use the bra bags and put them in the washing machine it's like because mm-hmm. we didn't hand wash them it's just like but uh, no one has time to hand wash their bras <laughs> no, no. Yep. yeah exactly. it's yeah <laughs> but yeah so that's very interesting they're both yeah the quality is definitely definitely going down i have to mm-hmm. look up this is this is me doing a live google while we record <laughs> I need to convert sizes because I think you're going to be shocked at what size City Chick actually offers in store. So, yeah, US. Okay, so that if I was to go online, it's differently. Online, they go up to like say maybe like a size twenty eight, um, but that's like they have like say like you know the very minimum minimum like you know a page page worth of stuff like right. It's oh hate hate it when it's like that. I was like, oh yeah, we we go to we go to the bigger sizes, and it's just like I literally have four and, items to choose from. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And they're essentially two of the same thing, just in two different colors. Mm, oh my god, she's yes, it's definitely yes. that. Yes, it's always just the basics when you get uh, the extended sizing, which is not fair at all. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Yeah, and so yeah, so online it's. A little bit inclusive but again they don't extend it even though they're literally one of the most well-known plus size brands in australia when you're in store though you can probably only get up to a size 24 australian so i'm trying to see here if i can find a way to convert that to us okay oh go asos they know how to do it right all right (laughs) 24 all right so that is us 20. yeah which i mean i'm i wear a us size 20 yeah um, uh-huh. in well I'm like a US size 20 in like bottoms and then I'm like a 22 on tops mm. um because I'm an apple shape <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah I mean I would if if it only goes up to an Australian 24 then I mean I may or may not be able to fit in the clothing in store mm-hmm. yeah if I were to you know fly over and go on a shopping spree <laughs> It's so messed up. Like they're one of the most well-known Australian brands, yet they yeah. only go up to a US size twenty. What's what size does Torrid go up to? Like in in stores? Um, they say they carry everything in store, uh, but again, it might mm. just be like one or two things, and a lot of them typically are like online returns if they're the extended sizes. But ah, um, yeah. typically, I mean, it's been a while since I've been like in store, but for the most part, I would say about 
a US 2426. Okay. Um, at least in the stores around where I live, it yeah. might differ slightly depending mm. on where you are. Um, yeah. But I mean, I so I actually used to work at Torrid. I I worked there for a <gasps> You're summer. You're a full employee too. I, I know. I, that's, this is like breaking news because I haven't actually like ex- told anyone that. But yes, I spent a uh-huh. summer working uh, at Torrid when I was mm-hmm. in college. Uh, horrible experience. <laughs> but um, it was Details. my first. Tell it was me. my first like <laughs> go at retail. Mm. Um, but when I worked there, it was about a twenty four twenty six. Is that what we would? It was a four x, essentially, um, mm. that we would carry in store, mm. um, which I think believe I believe goes is the twenty four twenty six. Yeah. So uh-huh. that's about as extended. Um, as they would go we had this thing with city chick <laughs> when the customers came in we weren't allowed to say hey how are you it had to be we had to give every customer a compliment it oh was the gosh. weirdest freaking thing ever so they're just like yeah you can't say hey how are you, you to be like oh my god i love your top it's so Stunning. You know what looks so good with that top? These pants. They're only $150. That's literally what it was like. Oh, oh my gosh. Thankfully, yes. we did not have to do that. So tell the listeners what happened between you and Torrid in regards to <laughs> that. I'm going to put a photo up on social media of this because it is just so tragic how they could allow this to happen. Yeah. Oh my God. Tell shit. What happened? What happened? To me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was about a month ago, a month and a half ago, um, that they came out with a new line. It was towards the end of, of summer. Um, they came out with a new line called the Festi collection. Um, and it was supposed to be kind of like festival wear, something that you would wear to like Coachella or, you know, I don't know, burning man or i i don't really know too many festivals but like we're you know, too old I, right I, yeah it, that, we, it, it sounds clearly hot it. and too many people and i don't like standing that long like that's yeah <laughs> um, but it was supposed to be like you know the fun like free spirit festival type wear um and so there was a lot of like mesh and lace and kind of cutouts and low rise and everything um, and they decided instead of actually using plus size people to model the clothes, they got models who were um, at best a US size 10. So like an Australian size six or no other way around. A right? Australian size 12. So they did not have uh, any sort of plus size, like hardly any plus size representation. There were a few people, there were a few of the listings um, that had someone who was about a US size like 16, 14, 16, uh, which I guess compared to the size 10 model was looked much larger, mm. um, but <laughs> it, it didn't it didn't compare. Um, and not only that, what on a few of the listings, there was one in particular where it was a girl um, who they had like a purple lace, uh top on and their jeans were it looked like you know kind of like slouchy boyfriend type jeans and if you looked in the description it said get the look um for the jeans size up three sizes (laughs) and then underneath it it said model is wearing a size one it's like a one x so 
by that logic, they sized up three sizes in order to get to be a 1X, <laughs> meaning they would have had to be like a size 8 or 10 because a 1X in torrid sizing is mm -hmm. like a 14, 16. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it was just, which that in and of itself is just insane because who the hell is going to buy jeans that are three sizes too big? I mean, they're going to fall right off of you unless you have like a belt. Mm -hmm. um, but then... <laughs> It just, it was the rampant fat phobia because then that means that anyone who was essentially a size 3X or larger would not have been able to get that look yep. based on that because mm -hmm. they go up to a 6X. So if you're a 3X, that would mean you would need to wear a size 6X in order to do that. But if you were a 4X, you're shit out of luck yep. <laughs> because they, you couldn't, you couldn't do that. Um, so that was kind of the initial thing that like sparked the whole drama was mm. the fact that they didn't have um, plus actual plus size models modeling the clothes. And then they had that, like literally put that in the listing. It's one thing to <laughs> do that behind the scenes, but to like actually put it out there. Um, so that kind of sparked the whole like discussion and debate. And then through further research, if you looked at other pictures, you could see that of those jeans that were sized up three sizes, they literally had pictures of it where it was so clear that it was pinned in the back for the it's waist. so obvious. Like, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, just, yeah. The pictures will be shared yes. on social media, those listening, but it is the most obvious thing in the entire world. Like, it looks like... It, oh, I when I first saw it, I thought like, oh, is it photoshopped or something? But I was just like, no, they literally right. pinned the jeans, like folded it so they would they fit her. It's like folded and pinned. Yes. Oh my God. In in some of the pictures, there was another picture of one of the models who they ended up putting a belt on it, so it almost looked kind of like like a paper bag type. Oh, that look kind of where style. it was like yep. cinched. Mm -hmm. Um, and the picture that they used was just it, it was infuriating because the, especially the way that she was posed the model looks like a straight size like it looks like it would be for a company that was not a plus size company if I were to have seen that picture for any other brand I would have assumed that it was for a straight size brand mm -hmm. but no it's for a plus size company and like <laughs> the leading plus size company yeah here in the U.S. so that just created a huge amount of backlash um and you know i i made a series of videos about it and everything which um collectively they've gotten over like a million and a half views i think between wow. like all the different parts which is insane yeah. um because i mean i'm really <laughs> i'm not a huge creator on there especially by tiktok standards like i'm I have a very, very small following. So the fact that those blew up was just insane. I ended up getting, um, there was a reporter from Newsweek who reached out who wanted to like get a quote from me because it had gotten so big that people, uh, that major news outlets were wanting to cover it. Mm. Um, so, you know, I ended up being featured in <laughs> a Newsweek article. <laughs> year in the states um oh it's amazing and everything <laughs> and and the, the whole time too tori didn't say anything they they weren't they were just gonna act like nothing was happening wow. um and finally when major news outlets were starting to pick it up and everything then they started 
they made a few response comments like within previous videos and previous like Instagram posts and things like that but they never mm. fully came out and said like we're really sorry about this like we dropped the ball and we're gonna do better mm. um it was again very much just trying to hide it under the rug and as soon as these photos popped up suddenly the like the photo where the jeans were pinned suddenly was now photoshopped where it didn't look like it was pinned anymore but if you looked closely you could totally see like where they took the photoshop blending tool and just like blended oh the seams God. out <laughs> so they didn't actually like change that picture <laughs> um, and you know so again they still were getting called out because it was like you're still not you're not listening to us yeah. um and finally a few days later they posted pictures with um an actual plus size model modeling the clothes and they looked amazing and it was i mean i had so many people say like okay now that i can see these on an actual plus size person like i hated the top before i thought it was like super ugly and now that i can see it on this plus size model like i kind of want to get it mm. And it's like, that's the whole point, Torrid. Like, that should be the reason why you have plus size models. Because, like, we want to be able to see how it's going to look on our bodies. I cannot relate to someone who's a size 8 wearing oversized stuff, which, again, is a whole other conversation to have about straight size that's people. That's a whole can plus of size right clothing. There. Oh, my God. That would be a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and that was really what was just so infuriating was just the fact that like, it, it was so simple to fix, but they weren't wanting to do it until so many of us had made a big stink about it and major news outlets here picked it up and started calling them out. And so many people, I mean, I was getting thousands of comments and so many people were like, I just canceled my Torrid credit card. Like I am not shopping there ever again. And wow. which totally on them, you know, that's totally their decision. But, you know, I, I ended up having to make a video kind of in response to a lot of those and basically mm -hmm. say like, look, that's totally fine if that's what you want to do. But first a lot of plus size people, Torrid is one of the only resources that they have in order yeah. to get clothing. Mm -hmm. because they're one of the few places that carry those extended sizes so as mm -hmm. much as a lot of us would love to be like no I'm never shopping there again we don't have that choice yeah um and so it definitely was one of those you know it's like I we would love to like say oh no never again but unfortunately it's not an option because we don't have the option to shop elsewhere <laughs> mm. That is such a difficult thing, isn't it? Like when one of the biggest brands that actually caters to your body, you're just like, I kind of hate you, but at the same time, I don't have much choice. <laughs> and they know that. And I think that's part of the problem because they can keep yes. pushing out the cold shoulders and the peplum and the florals. And because what else are we going to wear? Yeah. We, we, <laughs> and, and they can... They think they can charge whatever they want because what other options are we going to have? We have to have clothes. Yeah, we need to get some more big companies out there that actually extend their sizes properly, mm -hmm. not just have, you know, a certain, like, you know, not just have a small rack out back that might have a few plus sizes, like actually right. 
cater to plus sizes because mm -hmm. we have money to spend. We want to spend some money and get some really nice clothes, but yeah, mm -hmm. not enough brands can cater to us though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm. in, in the U S 70% of women are considered plus size mm. and yet only like, I think less than 30% of the fashion industry caters to us. Wow. That's to make it make sense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and it's a, a lot of people joke that the only thing stronger than capitalism is fat phobia here because companies could make so much more money mm -hmm. if they were willing to, in, you know, create plus size, a plus size clothing line or just extend their sizes of their already, what they already have. Yeah. Um, but they won't do it because they don't want that kind of clientele. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So the other topic that I really wanted to talk to you with, and I'm very excited about this because <laughs> for once, it's someone that has the same feelings about lettuce that I do. <laughs> You had an yeah. experience recently that you put on TikTok. You had an experience where you were judged for not wanting shredded lettuce. And yes, I feel now people are probably listening being like, it's just lettuce chill. But I feel like because we're both plus size people, when we don't eat certain foods, foods that are labeled as healthy because mm -hmm. they are vegetables or salads and stuff like that. We get criticized. We get judged. We Absolutely. get those looks. We just, we get the up and down like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So tell, tell the listeners what happened. So I was at, um, I had gone to a restaurant. It was, it was a quick service restaurant where you go and um, just kind of order your food and they make it, give it, you don't sit down and order anything like that. So I had ordered, it was a Mexican style restaurant. So um, I had ordered like a bowl with, you know, different toppings and right at the end, the, the guy who was making my bowl, like grabbed a whole thing of whole handful of shredded lettuce and like threw it on top of my bowl, which I did not ask for shredded lettuce. Um, because I hate shredded lettuce. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not necessarily against lettuce in general, but I, I just really don't like shredded lettuce. I don't like the texture. It's a sensory thing for me. Like I it gets slimy, especially when you put it like with hot things anyway. Uh, so, you know, immediately I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't want shredded lettuce on there. And he's like, Oh, well, I mean, is that okay? And I was like, well, no, <laughs> you know, and, and trying very hard not to be a Karen or mm -hmm. make a big deal about it. Cause I mean, it was during the lunch rush, but at the same time, like I didn't want to be sitting there having my food get cold while I'm picking out pieces of shredded lettuce that, I didn't ask for in the first place. It's so um, hard to pick out. Can I just say shredded lettuce yes. picking out, especially if there's like a meat with it. It's so yes. hard to pick out. Oh, once it turns slimy, it's just going to stick to everything. And mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. 
So the guy was like, you know, do you want me to like remake it for you real quick? And I was like, yeah, that would be great. So the lady behind me in line, when I said that, she immediately like just like scoffs at me. And so, you know, I kind of like glance at her, but don't say anything because I'm like, maybe she was on the phone or whatever. You know, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt at first. Mm. So he comes back through and, you know, gives me my bowl and I'm getting ready to check out. And he gets to her and is like, you know, what else would you like in your bowl? And she goes, I will take as much lettuce as you can give me because I'm going to be healthy. And, <laughs> and like in my mind, I'm like, bitch, <laughs> like, excuse you. I, but I mean, like, I'm, I compose myself at least. And I'm just like, I'm, excuse me, uh, what? And, she's like well I'm going to be healthy with my bowl and I'm like okay not that it's any of your business but like I have sensory issues I don't like shredded lettuce like and I didn't owe her an explanation but it, mm. you know at the time I was just like what the hell is happening here <laughs> and so you know I, I end up finishing pain and you know she like makes some other remark of again about her being healthy and as I'm walking away like I can hear her again muttering something again trying to try I don't know make herself look better I, you're at like a Mexican fast food Mexican restaurant like no <laughs> one's going here for a healthy meal like let's be real here mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially by like even by like American standards I mean the burritos are like the size of like I mean, American footballs. I mean, they're they're huge. These <laughs> bowls weigh like two pounds once you put yeah. everything in them. These are not like a light lunch that we're going for. <laughs> so like your lettuce is going to do nothing compared to like everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, it was just the perfect example because that's not the first time that people have made comments before about what I eat. And, and not just about family and friends, but literally perfect strangers have made comments about what I am or am not eating Mm -hmm. and they think they can because I'm fat (laughs) oh I have definitely experienced this too I am such a fussy eater if I don't like something I don't like it I can't change my taste buds (laughs) you know it's crazy and yeah I get judged so much because I don't like salads. I just, it just, I feel like I'm eating rabbit food. I can, mm-hmm. I can eat hot vegetables. I can eat, you know, hot veggies, whether it's on the side or in something, that's fine. But just yeah, salads like tomatoes, cucumbers, lettuce, uh, dry spinach. Mm-hmm. No, just, no, that nope. just, no, that just makes me wheezy. I just, I can't yeah. do it. And it's going to be like a really fancy salad for me to be open to eating it or it's got to be like I got to have other stuff on my plate Uh to kind of make up for it because yeah I can't Mm, it's just either it's our oh I just yeah I would and yes I understand nutritional value and stuff like that but look there's other things people can eat like there's like you know there's warm vegetables people can eat there's fruits people can eat like there's so many different things like you know just because just because people don't like salads doesn't mean they're the most unhealthiest person in the world. I hate that presumption. And then also at the same time, if someone's unhealthy, who the fuck cares? It's not hurting you. It's not impacting you. Calm down. Eat your lettuce. I don't care. (laughs) Like, like we don't, like we don't go up to people and be like, 
oh, your bowl doesn't have enough protein in it, you know, you need protein to survive, you know. Right. How's yeah. your riboflavin yeah. levels? <laughs> they seem a little low lately. Mm-hmm. Like, no, just leave people alone. And yeah, especially with, with the health thing. I mean, <laughs> at least a few times a week, I have to tell a commenter on one of my videos that fat people don't owe you health. Like, yes. we don't have to be healthy to deserve respect and basic human decency. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's incredibly ableist to assume that all fat people want to lose weight, can lose weight, are able to work out. Um, and, you know, part of why I make my videos is just to kind of break down those assumptions and, you know, kind of show that like health can be at every size. And, you know, I mean, I've struggled with, I mean, I, I dieted for over 20 years of my life Mm. and finally came to the realization that one, I have an eating disorder now because I spent so much time and so much of my life restricting to the point where it's completely messed up my body. Mm. And so now I'm trying to heal that. And so, yeah, I can eat a salad if I want, but I can also have a burger or I can have pizza, but then I can also, you know, have grilled vegetables and (laughs) both are good and both Mm. will nourish my body, maybe to varying degrees. um, But that doesn't mean that one is better than the other or one is good and one is bad. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and it's definitely, I feel like, yeah, because we're plus size, people think that they can critique the way we eat as if they've all of a sudden all have become nutritionists and dietitians. <laughs> and I, I yep. when I was younger, I was in a much slimmer body and I, oh my God. And I, the food I would eat was even more this, what's the word? It's not fussy eater. It's, um, oh, Picky? I forget picky yeah picky eater i was even more of a picky eater mm-hmm. and i barely ever got comments it's because i was right. slimmer people just assumed like oh oh well i think it's because yeah. people aren't looking at you when you eat when you're slimmer and i can definitely say this when i was slimmer people didn't wouldn't look at me they wouldn't comment on what i ate they wouldn't like critiqued on how much i ate when i went for seconds and stuff mm-hmm. whereas as a plus side person i feel like i'm always on display when i eat yeah. And that's why so many people feel self-conscious when they eat, especially in food courts, especially just in general public settings. And it's just frustrating. I want to eat. I like food. Is that so bad? (laughs) The double standard is infuriating, honestly. Also, doesn't lettuce not really have that much nutritional value compared to a lot of things? No, especially... (laughs) Especially things like like iceberg lettuce or like romaine lettuce. Like there's yeah. like zero nutritional value. There's there may be yeah. like a little bit of fiber, but it's mostly water. I mean, like y- yeah. you'll be a little more hydrated, but I mean, there's there's hardly any. I mean, uh, you know, I guess if you have like kale or you know, there might be a little bit more vitamin Ugh. A or I hate kale. Yeah. My God, <laughs> remember like a couple of years ago before pandemic. There was like this phase where everyone's just like, you know what would be great? Let's put kale in everything. Kale is like the magic food. It's just like, fuck her up. It's just, it's just a leaf. Just chill. It's a leaf. (laughs) Yep. Oh, yep. 
And I, I remember I actually used to be really embarrassed about not asking for lettuce on anything. Even like if, say, if I went through Macca's and I was getting a burger, I used yeah. to get embarrassed of not asking for lettuce because people would be like, oh, really? So I would always, I would just get it. And then I would like cover up what I was eating and then, like, <laughs> and then like pick it off so that yeah. no one could see. And then I'd, and then it'd be like this little ball of mayonnaise covered shredded gooey lettuce and then i just wrap it up in a bowl so no one could see isn't that sad like i did that for so many years because yeah i was embarrassed about asking for no lettuce and then ask embarrassed my friends or family would judge me for picking off the food and it's yeah i'm not a huge fan of tomatoes and tomatoes are in so many burgers and sandwiches Mm -hmm. and salads and yeah anytime i order a burger i always say you know can i get the cheeseburger with no lettuce or tomato and I mean I've had people just be like okay because I mean uh, you know then essentially it's just like the burger and the cheese and it's like yeah I just want the burger and the cheese because I don't like cold things mixing with hot things and tomatoes are gross to me you can eat as many tomatoes as you want but I'm not going to (laughs) you know like it's yeah it the judgment and the double standards are crazy so to finish up today's episode every single week with my guests we share our fave fat friendly finds of the week and pretty much this is a brand a product that actually caters to plus size people and isn't fat phobic af so yeah my dear what is yes. your fave fat friendly finds of the week so i actually just found this company um like yesterday um and it's called C. C-tone, like the letter C and then T-O-A-N. Um, and they make these candles. It's a black queer candle business, Ooh, black queer owned candle business. Fabulous, fabulous. Um, yes. And they make these gorgeous candles. They're 3D candles of like femme presenting bodies, but they're all plus size fat bodies. And yes. there's all different styles um that are based off of the people who like are in the company and they are just they're I keep saying gorgeous and stunning but like I don't know what else to say because they're so beautiful um and it's just it's so when I first saw them I thought it was so cool to see bodies like mine being celebrated and how you know I mean if I (laughs) I'm definitely want to get one but I feel like I'm going to have to get two because I'm not going to want to burn one because it's so beautiful (laughs) with all of, I mean, because it has, you know, the, it has like the back rolls and there's ones of like, you know, like of their legs, but they have like the little like dimples on the legs from the cellulite. And it's just, it's so beautiful. And so I was super excited. I'm like, okay, now I know what I'm getting all of my friends for Christmas. <laughs> so I'm I'm newly obsessed, but I think I will definitely be um doing looking them up more and, and buying from them very soon because they are super, super cool. <laughs> I love that so much. And I've been seeing like a trend on TikTok lately of people getting candles that are of plus size bodies or just just more art that shows plus size bodies. And it just makes me so happy because it's like 
our bodies for so long we've yeah. been told to cover it up and now it's actually seen as this beautiful art which it freaking is and it has been forever yes. like renaissance thank you it's been it is it's been art forever so i'm so glad exactly that yeah renaissance i mean like can we can we just <gasps> look at how gorgeous those are right they're not symmetrical boobs yes no finally I asymmetrical <laughs> boobs finally Oh my gosh. No one yeah. has the same tits. Everyone has no. tits that are different. One's a bit bigger, one's a bit smaller, one's a bit underneath the armpit. The other one's like, hello, I'm going to go down here. Right? Yes. All right. I love. What are they called again? What are they called so listeners can find? It's called C Tone Co. So the letter Fabulous. C T O A N Co. Um, and they make different types of candles. They also have jar candles and things like that, but I just think these are so beautiful that they have stretch marks in oh. the candles and the, and like I said, they're black queer owned um, small business. And I just think that that is amazing. Oh, fabulous. So, I will make sure not to wait the... to support them. <laughs> yes. I will make sure to put the details in the show notes so people can go and visit them. And yes, it's always great to also support small businesses, especially during the pandemic. That's definitely Absolutely. a great thing to support, especially during Christmas time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So for me, my uh, fave fat friendly find of the week, with it being Trans Awareness Week, I actually want to really showcase this brand. And it is an Australian brand called um, Amore Binders. And they are an Australian binder brand. They're size inclusive, sensory friendly, and worldwide shipping. Yes. And <laughs> they are just such a fabulous such a beautiful fabulous brand and they're actually offering people a discount this week due to it being trans awareness week and if anyone wow. wants a blue or a pink binder just head on over to my show notes and there's like a discount code that the brand is offering people so highly recommend and what's beautiful about this brand as well is that they have a pay it forward program so if you're someone that wants to support the lgbtqia plus community you can actually donate money so then Amor Binders can then give out these binders to the queer community, to people in need that can't afford them. Oh, Which I love just, that. I just love that so much because, yeah, that's I think that's something that people don't talk about enough is that yeah. when you are, whether you're transitioning, whether you are just fig figuring figuring life out as it is when you're, ex when you're exploring things, it can be so expensive and yes. having a binder is can just be so important for some people and it's and it's an invest it's such an investment because also it's like very safe as well to get a good binder but at the same time it's not everyone can afford it so yeah highly recommend yeah people give a follow to and more binders and if they want to support the um trans and binary community go and check out their pay it forward program yeah yes love it yes well thank you so much lovely for coming on to today's podcast talking all things disgusting lettuce torrid <laughs> and the joys of working in retail thank you oh, so much so fun well thank you for having me this was so much fun i loved it <laughs> oh thank you where can people find you if they want more from you my dear uh, so my handle on both TikTok and Instagram is BLNetzer, so B-L-N-E-T-Z-E-R. 
um, and I post videos and photos and things. Um, I try to do it every day. Some days are busier than others, but <laughs> um, I am on there. Um, and yeah, let's come hang out. It, it'll be fun. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and thank you so much listeners for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please give us a rating, a review, wherever you're listening to the podcast. And I will see you all next week for another episode of Fat and Eyes. Bye. Bye. We at Fatanize pay our respect to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land.